Welcome back to another episode of Across the Field, Double B and PB in the house. PB, I know about you, but that beat that Chris Smith threw together for us with the little Seven Nation Army, pretty tight. Oh, that gives me gives me goosebumps on the back of my neck. Buckeye football, you know, you, just, you wake up to that on Saturday. So let's, we're coaster by Wednesday. We're on the downhill stretch of our uh, weekend. And uh, college football playoff rankings have been revealed. And uh, we're getting ready for another week of uh, big-time high school. Week 13, neutral sites now. What we got here in college? We got week 11. Uh, we got oh, yeah. some, some action tonight. And then uh, week ten had some, of, had some had some action last night too. Had, had, had good action the Toledo Rockets. Yeah, I, I I tell you what I wasn't tuned into action last night because I was a I was rushing the court at the Buckeye women's game. Let's start right there. Holy moly! Right All right, I was going to bring this up. So you've been in Columbus two years now, basically. Yeah. Um, and. This is your second year on campus, or first year on campus, but second year in Columbus. Um, you were there last year when the men knocked off the Duke Blue Devils and rushed the court. How crazy was that? Yeah, that one, that's going to be hard to top in my four years here. <laughs> well, the women last night knocking off the Tennessee Volunteers. And, uh, so I'm thinking, like every year, you're in for a good upset rush in the court. Yeah, yeah. Two for two nope. so far. Two for two. Buckeye woman, they looked <laughs> impressive. Uh, it was like a last minute thing to go to the game, and uh, I, that that is big time basketball. I mean, yeah, it's good basketball actually. And so, so I didn't watch. I didn't watch it. I kept up with the score by other stuff going on, but it sounded like. It was a really good game back and forth, and the Buckeyes kind of took control in the second half. They had a 30-point third quarter. Wow. They play, they play quarters. Uh, yeah. They ran a 2-2-1 press, fell back into man um, or woman. What do you call it in girls' basketball? <laughs> I think you call it, well, I don't know. I, I think you call it man. We'll ask, we'll ask our guest picker because he coaches women's. But uh, – there, but uh, – Guys, yeah, and they're on that two-two-one press. Stellar, J.C. Sheldon, senior out of Dublin, Ohio. She is a stud. When I worked at the shot, she was always in the in the practice gym when I was trying to clean it. So she is. You're, she you're was, like, hey, get out of the way. I got to get stuff done here. Or what? Well, she would come in as I'm cleaning, so <laughs> I'd have to leave. But she had eight steals last night. Chipped in fourteen points. Um. But the girl that caught fire in that second half for the Buckeyes, Taylor Mikesell, um, yeah, twenty-five points. Uh, she was four for ten from the three-point line. Just so, so many points off the of turnovers for this Buckeye ladies team. So they, they got a good team. They got they're reigning Big Ten champions. They they handed out free shirts. Um, so that was pretty cool. Um, so get you yeah. a shirt. Yeah, I got me a shirt. All right. Yeah. So. It was a, uh, it's fun. I mean, and ha- going to the men's game on uh, um, Monday night that was that was fun. Got to got a picture with some cool, cool uh, stars. Me and my buddy Nolan Schaefer did. So, yeah, that was awesome. Uh, cool. 
yeah we and it's kind of cool how other student athletes go support each other uh monday night when me and nolan schaefer were at the game uh 20 feet to the left of us was travion henderson jt to Malau, and um tyleek williams and nobody really knew it was like them it's kind of weird no one really knew it was them and I hit Nolan as soon as they came in, and he hit me kind of. He goes, dude, look. And so we got a, we were able to get a picture with him in the concourse. And then last night in the women's behind me on to the right was about five of the Ohio State men's basketball team. And, and then farther to the right was, again, JT Tumalau, Jaden Ballard, uh, Mike Hall Jr. You know, they were all there, and, like, they're not being bothered. They're just there to support and – it's very cool. That is cool. And, they, might, uh, they might be bothered to go to a game after they win the national championship. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> but it's just crazy how, like, they sit in the general admission where the rest of us, like, they had to go through to get their free ticket just like all of us did. Like, yeah. you would think they'd be able to walk down on the court. Yeah, just walk in and be like, hey, you know who I am. Yep, let me get front row. Like, no, that's <laughs> not what they were doing. Yeah, it was very cool. Um, yeah, Tennessee fans, they, I mean, they travel for women's hoops. Oh, they yeah. Good, they had a good showing. Well, you talk about a historic program. I mean, especially with, you know, what, what Pat Summit set there when, when she was coaching there and um, just a um, great program. So that doesn't really shock me. I mean, the tradition's there. No, but yeah, they, they, they traveled well on a Tuesday night. <laughs> Brett, that game was televised on BTN. Yeah, I know, and I missed it. Like, I was I was tuned well, in. I just think I it's funny. Be... Go, yeah, ahead. go ahead. No, no, no I, I mean, I had it on. I just, like I said, I had other stuff going on. So, I caught part of it. But, uh, yeah, to your point, on BTN. The men can't even get to... Uh, like you had to get BTM Plus to watch the men. Yeah, I had to watch Team Up North and PFW the other night. Did you? Uh, so you went to state basketball last year, correct? I did go to state basketball last year. Yeah. Okay. Uh, did you see at uh, the Centerville Elk Stud, Gabe Cups committed today? I did not, but I was. Not- gonna- Huh? And not to the Buckeye State. He's a Hoosier. He's a Hoosier. Who's your mama? Yeah, I figured that's where he was going. I mean, that was the favorite last March when everybody was talking about it. So I, I had a feeling that's where he was heading was the was the IU. Yeah, but um, good for them. Yep. Um, yeah, enough with the hoops front. I I got a big problem with the college football playoff. Well, hold on. Before we get to there, recap the men's. How did that go? Just real quick, the other night, recap the men's game. You were there. Uh, tough to tell from. Uh, tough to tell from Robert Morris. Obviously, Bob Morris. They came into Columbus, but <laughs> but uh, you know, I think this team this year. I don't know how to say this. Last year, we had two guys, Malachi Branham and EJ Liddell. Yeah. Get the ball to them and get out of the way, right? Yeah. 
And this year, I I really don't think that's how it's going to be. I think that you're going to get uh, more all-around offense. Um, having Justice Suing back is huge. Justice Suing and uh, the guy we're going to bring in off the bench, Tanner Holden, okay? Yeah. I, he could probably – work his way to being a starter, but I think that Coach Holtman just likes bringing him off the bench. There's some guys that would rather just play off the bench. Yeah. And so he plays so well with Justice Suing. They're, they're slashers. They get to the rim, and they can hit the occasion three. Um, so they work really well together. But we weren't constantly – it felt like so many years past at Ohio State with Kata Bates-Diop, EJ Liddell, Malachi. We throw the ball in down low, and we sit and watch. And we're eating popcorn. Yeah. Around the key. This year, it just feels like, you know, there's not as much as that. I mean, we have more scores, it feels like. Again, we played Bob Morris. Yeah. So, tough to tell. But Zed Keelan had 13. He got in some uh, foul trouble early. Um, suing with 20. Uh, Bruce Thornton, I think he's he's going to be – he's one of those nice pieces to have. Yeah. Um, Ten times better than Michi Johnson. And then Sean McNeil, this kid can shoot it a lot better than Justin Arns did. Um, and he, he has the role of Justin Arns, but he also plays better defense. And um, Okapara, Felix, the freshman. Yeah. I think this – he could – he's like that missing piece that we've had in the Big Ten. We You know, we've had big guys, but they weren't big for the Big Ten. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, that, yeah. Zed Key's not a big guy in the Big Ten. Yeah. Like, Matt Painter's pulling out these seven-footers every year. So, Felix, he's 6'11". He kind of looks like a freshman. Like, when you pull someone up uh, to start uh, play him as a freshman in varsity basketball, that's kind of what he looks like. He just looks raw out there. I'm sure time, you know, he's going to get used to it and everything. Um, but uh, – I think he could be a uh, great rim protector. And then uh, Bryce Sensiball, freshman, uh, highly recruited freshman. Uh, he dropped 17 the other night. So, yeah. I think that, uh, you know, I kind of like this Buckeye team. And people are going to overlook us. Um, Coach Holtman is uh, one of the best coaches in the Big Ten. And uh, so – yeah, I mean, I'm not going to get mad over the early season losses. Uh, I'm sure we're going to have a couple. We're going to have a couple hiccups. But, uh, yeah, yep, just excited. You know, pull off a win, big win, scored 91. I mean, if you re- recall last year, what happened the first game of the season last year? We were in a dogfight with Akron, and Zed Key had to win it at the buzzer. Yeah. So, you take care of business like you're supposed to, and uh, on to the next one. On to the next one. And while we're on – uh, on topic there, you mentioned uh, Gabe Cuffs heading to IU, but the Buckeyes got one today from uh, St. Mary's. Austin Parks. Austin Parks. He's 6'10". Yep. So, hope he can come in and, and get some valuable mess maybe next year or the year after. So, sign, seal, deliver there, I see. Yep. yep. Today, so. Congratulations to him. Top 10 recruiting class in when just brought into Columbus. Good deal. It's about time. As me and Coach Jerome like to say, 
Ohio State University should be a superior athletic institution. Well, I've been to uh, all the football <laughs> games this year. I've been all to the fo- been to all the football games this year. Went to the volleyball game against the team up north, and yeah. went to the ba- boys and women's basketball games. That I have not seen a loss yet. You better knock on some wood. <laughs> uh, but uh, all right, let's move on from there. Unless unless you got something else to add. No, I. I, I you're starting to rave football. Yeah, you're starting to rave about the rankings. Go ahead and throw it out there. Um, I have a problem with the CFP rankings. Okay, it involves SEC bias. Okay. Okay. Did you did you happen to see my tweet I sent out late last night? No, I didn't. Okay, I tweeted at you know the two guys that I listen to on Columbus radio station, uh, ninety-seven one the fan, Brandon Beam and uh, Bobby Carpenter, uh, their co-host of uh, Morning Juice every morning. Um, and I asked, I added them and said, SEC bias shows again in the CFP rankings. Alabama gets number uh, nine um, with two losses to now number seven LSU and number five Tennessee. Penn State received. Uh, number 14 in the land, with two losses to now number two Ohio State and number three team up north. How does this make sense? And I actually got a reply. I actually got a reply from one of them. Oh, you did? Yep, Brandon Beam. He said uh, it doesn't. That That's why it's important how the teams are initially ranked in the first CFP pool. Bama uses Tennessee's prop, uses Tennessee to prop themselves up. Tennessee uses LSU to do the same. And LSU uses Bama. The committee, the committee makes up their own rules on the fly. It's accurate. And I was watching Joel Clapp podcast today on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we, not only is there SEC bias, but there's a brand bias, okay? Yeah. Between UCLA and USC. I mean, UCLA's resume is better than USC's. Sure. Um, they have wins over number 15, Washington, and number 11, Utah, with their only blemish coming to number 10, Oregon. While USC, in the, mean, in the meantime, uh, they have a loss to Utah, but they, only, but they don't have a, a ranked win. So, yeah. again, why are we, you know – I don't know. I'm not sure. I mean, I know what you're saying. I'm not sure. But just looking at the rankings, okay, what would you adjust? Would you have Penn State higher? Uh, Penn State higher or Alabama lower? Why are they ahead of Clemson with one loss? I'll tell you exactly why. They're Alabama. Yeah. They're they're Nick Saban. They're they're leaving – the door opens slightly in case there's some chaos that goes on. Bama should and it's not just for them, it's for that entire town. Yeah. That's just how it is. And it 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 doesn't make sense and it is frustrating, but that's the way it's been since twenty fourteen when they started this. And, and I, it's never gonna change. No. But like they shouldn't be now, let me ask you this. Let's fast forward a couple years. 
and let's say we're playing with 12 teams right now, okay, do you think Alabama's in the top 12? No. If, if, if this is this year, if they had a 12 team. Yeah. No, no. I mean, you're going to have an argument for that last spot because, A, I think Clemson should be higher because they don't have one loss. Just a- Okay, okay, okay. I hear that. But I test. You're not that naive. I'm not that naive. How bad? I, if- how, how bad would Alabama just boat race uh, Clemson? I don't know if they would. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> did you not watch the Texas A&M game? I did. What's Texas A&M's record right now? Not good. But... Three and six. But they won. And they played them at home. But they won. Okay. Wins matter. Okay. And then they're, uh... they're also they're also a field goal away from beating the number one ranked team last week. Yeah. Yeah, wins matter, but wins matter. Uh, Clemson, Ole Miss, UCLA all have more. I'm not I'm not disputing that. I'm I'm saying at the end of the year, would Alabama be in your top twelve? And I would say yes. There's not twelve teams that are better than them. But if we're talking about teams that earn it, I mean, okay, you talked about the end of the year. I mean, things are going to shake out because USC and UCLA are going to play each other. Right. Okay. I mean, Ohio State Michigan's going to play each other. They're, they're still – those two are going to be in if there's a 12-team. Well, yeah. Still. I thought that's what we were talking about. We are. But things – I mean, you're right. I mean, things are going to work themselves out. I'm just saying at the end of the year – you can't tell me even with two losses. Bama runs the table. Let's just say, okay, Bama runs the table, which I believe they will. And you just can't tell me that that two loss Alabama is not in the top twelve. Um, okay, yeah, they'll be in the top twelve. But I'm just saying for these rankings right now. These rankings right now, you have a legit argument. I, I see exactly what you're coming, where you're coming from. Because the future still, still got a lot of ball up to play, and a lot of things are going to unravel themselves. But I'm saying for right now, in this given moment, they should not be in the top twelve, even. Uh, I mean, yeah, you're right. Or okay, I mean, if you'd pull them down, you're fighting for that twelve spot with Utah and Penn State and Alabama. Okay, then yeah. maybe they get in within that twelve spot. Penn State has two more impressive losses. They do. If you want to go by these CFP rankings. They do. They do. But you know what's different? So, so what would what, – what's different? Go ahead. You know what's different? The patch that the jersey the – team, the teams wear. The patch that number two and three in the nation wear is the Big Ten logo. The patch that five and seven wear is the SEC logo. That's yeah. the difference. That's that is the difference. That is the difference. But my pushback on that would be their losses to LSU and Tennessee. And 
one was by a point and the other is by three points. They've lost by four points. You could also say that Penn State, while they have two losses, has lost by what did Michigan beat them by? 41 17, wasn't that the final? Something like that, yeah. So there's 24 and 14 for the Buckeyes. Yeah. So they've lost by 40 points. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I get that. But I'm just saying there's no reason they, Bama's five spots higher than Penn State. I agree. I agree. But that's just the way it is. They dropped three spots. Yeah, I I get it. I hear you. So, did you agree with the top four? Oh, absolutely. That that, that was the top four I had. Uh, yeah, I mean, you could. Do you, do you agree with the top seven? Yeah. I agree with the top seven just because I don't know who else you put in there. I mean, those teams right now are deserving to be in those in those spots where they're at. LSU control LSU's an interesting team. They are. Because they run the table. They run the table and beat Georgia in the SEC championship. Now you have a real argument because Tennessee just waxed L- I mean I mean literally waxed LSU. Yeah. Georgia waxed Tennessee. Yeah. I mean, final score didn't really indicate it, but anybody that watched saw that that was total domination. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah it's it's going to be really interesting, but that was just the part I just. But Georgia's not losing. No. I mean, nobody's beating them. I don't know. Jaden Daniels is good. He can make things tough on him. He could. But I don't know. I just I, that's a that's a team where again I'll, I'll make this point. You know, just dominated Oregon, kind of just walked through the rest of their schedule. Was in a dogfight with Missouri, but then. You know, gets disrespected in the first ranking and put a three. And maybe that was because the committee said, Hey, look what you've done since you waxed Oregon. But now that they've gotten up for two big games and put a beat down like they have in those two games, like there's no denying, I think, right now. I mean, they should be number one and, you know, they should, they should stay there. Right. Till they lose. I mean, Ohio State hasn't done anything to say that they're number one. No. And to tell you the truth, I wouldn't have been shocked if they would have put Michigan two and moved Ohio State back to three. No, Yeah, I thought those two could be interchangeable. So. But I think they're holding that – they're holding the strength of schedule up to something because now that number 20 – uh, well, that's 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 a that's apparent. Sorry to interrupt you, but that's apparent because the first ranking they had Michigan five, and I think and I talked to you about that last week. I think that's a shot at like go schedule somebody. Don't play your three non conference games against uh, you know Colorado State and those boys. Yeah, you know what I mean. And I think that just says something like, hey, at least you know Ohio State only won twenty one to ten over Notre Dame, but. At least they went and played somebody. 
So, I mean, maybe that's where the slight edge is. But. That's what I think. That's what it is. Yeah, Notre Dame and Marcus Freeman. And, and that certainly helps that they knocked off Clemson the other night, obviously. This is, this is going to be interesting. Okay, so Notre Dame knocks off the two teams that are going to be in the ACC championship game. Mm-hmm. Clemson and UNC. And they still have room to create havoc. Yeah. I mean, they still got USC – uh, what what I what I think is even more crazy about that is, like basically, <laughs> they're not in the ACC, obviously, but like you just went and won the ACC. Yeah. So like, why not get in a conference to give yourself a chance to at least get in a, a championship game? Wouldn't it be like like this would be a perfect year to have them in the Big Ten West? Yeah, I mean, it'd be perfect to have them in anything. But it's geographically, they deserve to be, they need to be in the Big Ten. I agree. I agree. Especially adding their rival. I agree. So, um, anything else with that before we move on? Or, uh, no, nope. Okay. Um, while we have a little break here, um, I do want to talk about some of the high school games. Um, but let's give some uh, some sh- birthday shout-outs. Not, not the end of the episode shout-outs, but I created a monster the other day by giving some birthday shout-outs. And now I've got some people like, hey, where's my birthday shout-out? And so, you know what? I figured if you're going to be a listener, we'll give you a birthday shout-out. So... Here we go. You got any? I know you've got one. Yep. Go this ahead. Saturday, Let's start. This Saturday. T. Spees. Trevor Spees. It's his birthday on the 12th. So, happy birthday, Trev. Happy birthday, Trev, on Saturday. Um, I've got one on Friday. Um, a former roommate of mine good friend of mine Notre Dame fan himself Jake Aaron happy birthday he'll be I don't know how old he'll be but his birthday's Friday and then uh today was uh today's my stepsister's birthday Jaden happy birthday to her and then Saturday along with Trevor you've got uh Paulding Panther Head volleyball coach Sydney Collins, happy birthday to her. And the most important birthday on Saturday, my grandma, Darlene Knapp. Happy birthday to Darlene. Happy birthday, Darlene. Happy birthday. So, wanted to throw those out there real quick before we moved on. Um, and I think that's it, man. I guess it for the birthdays. Come on, yeah. <clears throat> so, yeah. Uh, let's go ahead and uh, we talked about Buckeye women, talked about the Buckeye men, talked about college football, um, NFL slate this week. Anything really pop off at you? Um, I I do need to clarify something real quick. I've been getting a lot of heat. Um, multiple people have texted me and say. <laughs> saying stuff about ju- how I've been just going on a tangent about Justin Fields. All right. No, 
He's a Buckeye. He's playing at my favorite franchise, the franchise that I've been rooting for since I was a little kid, the franchise that the best quarterback in my lifetime up until Justin Fields is Jay Cutler. Yeah. So, like, I understand I get on a high and on a, on a tangent with them, but uh, um, it's just because I haven't seen this in my lifetime for the franchise that I've been rooting for since I've been little. Yeah, you got to think, people. Peyton was born in 2002. So, just think back to who the quarterbacks were, exactly what he said. Jay Cutler. Is the best one. Is the best one. <laughs> Kyle Orton, Rex Grossman, they're not cutting it. They're not on your list. Rex Grossman took us to a Super Bowl, too. That's sad. <laughs> Tells you how good the defense was. Exactly. Oh man, but yeah, no, I'm, I'm glad you. I'm glad you said that. Yeah, I just I just want to clear it up. Like I know he's not he's not Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes yet, but yeah, let me, let me just have a moment, people. Like we're still we're still losing. The Bears are still losing. <laughs> but making progress, making progress. Uh, NFC player, offensive player of the week this week. Good deal. Yeah, good deal. Um, before we uh, move on, I know we're kind of condensing everything, and we've got our guest picker coming on here pretty soon. But uh, before we move on to not just Friday night lights, now we got Saturday night lights too with high school football. Before we move on to that, let's take another shout out again to uh, the uh, volleyball platform, high school volleyball. Um, you've got. Let me let me see here. You got state coming up tomorrow, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. Um, all at Wright State. Tomorrow um, at noon, you've got Newark Catholic. This is the D4 state semifinal. Newark Catholic and Monroeville at noon. And then at 2 o'clock, you've got New Bremen and the Crestview Knights. At two, those are the two Division Four games, and then Division Three. You got Versailles and Lake Catholic, and then at six o'clock, you got Meadowbrook and Coldwater. Um, Friday, you've got the the Division Two at noon and two, and when I don't really need to go over those, nobody in our area. And then you got the D one um, at four and six Friday Perrysburg. Perrysburg, like only team, yes. Yeah, that. Perry. Yeah, Perrysburg does play at six. That would be the other team I'd shout out. They're pretty close to us, I guess. So, yeah, kind of in our area. So we'll shout out Perrysburg. Um, and then Saturday, you know, the finals will go. Um, I assume four, three, two, one, just because that's the order they're playing the semifinals in. But uh, yeah, there you have it. So good luck to all the volleyball teams down state, especially the Crestview Knights and the Coldwater Cavaliers and New Bremen, Versailles, and Perrysburg. I'd say that that's more our coverage area here. <coughs> so you got anything to add on that? Nope. I'm ready for a impact uh, football weekend with football, uh, high school football. It gets exciting now because now you play Friday and Saturday. So 
if you're a high school football fan, you should not be bored on <clears throat> Friday and Saturday nights. And I tell you what, I, there's going to be a good one. It, it's it's going to be a good one. Uh, the Van Wert Cougars – wait, excuse me. Not the Van Wert Cougars. The Tri-Village Patriots versus the Allen East Mustangs. Yeah. Uh, both both teams score – I mean, this ain't on the pick this week, people. But both teams score alarming amount of points. Mm. Um, so I just feel like there's going to be a lot of fireworks. I just wanted to shout that game out because we didn't put that on the picks this week. Um, but I, I truly believe that's going to be a heck of a ball game. That game is going to be played at Bell Fountain on uh, Saturday night. So, yeah, that's going to be a great game. We have a lot of great games in store. Um, mm-hmm. So I'll, I'll, I'll save a couple of them for the picks. We'll we'll dive deeper into them. So Yeah, we'll, we'll get into the picks. Um... But, yeah, like Friday night, you've got uh, some D3 games around here or teams teams around here they're playing in. you got Division 5, you got Division 2, um, Division 1. And then Saturday, you've got 4, um, 6, and Division 7s, um, which, again, uh, you know, if you're – you know, our area, you've got more five, six, and sevens, and obviously, Van Wert being in four, they play Friday night. But uh, yeah, or excuse me, Van Wert plays Saturday. Five plays Friday night. So you've got Liberty Center, Coldwater. You know, the game I'm really looking forward to. Um, that's not in our picks. Last week we had the Battle of the Liberties. This week we have the Battle of the Woods. You got Eastwood oh, and Eastwood. Yeah, that's going to be a good game. Um, that was a good game earlier in the season. One point game. Yeah. So another great, uh, yeah, just going to be hard to beat team twice. So good football, man. Good, just really good football. Yeah, for sure. Um, I'm excited. Um, now I will say this Friday night will be awesome football weather. Saturday, my goodness. You talk about playoff football. Let's and, go. These kids Ohio. have had it too nice. These kids have had it too nice. <laughs> it's time to crank up the elements. It's going to be it. cold. There's a chance of, of rain and, and snow mix, I hear, Saturday night into Sunday. Sweet. Even better. I mean, that's what Fort Wayne meteorologists were calling yesterday. I mean, these kids have had it too nice. Too nice. Yeah. So, crank it up. Is that train running in your house? That train is running in the house. It's out in the front yard. I'm in the cave again because I thought, well, we got a couple nice days left. So, yeah, we've got another slow-moving train. The good thing is we're going to get saved here because uh, if you're done talking about the high school games, um, we'll talk about it more once we make our picks. But I think our guest picker is ready to come on. All right. Uh, Sounds good. So we'll get to our guest picker. Hey, real quick, real quick. Yeah. Right, right before. Uh, I went back. Were you watching that Antwerp game? Uh, yeah. I mean, I mean, bring that up again. But uh, the the plays that the juniors made. I, I mentioned Carson Thomas in the last episode, but Reed Leasty and Landon Brewer. Dolphus Jefferson did a really good job shutting Landon Brewer down in the in the first half, kind of like keeping him calm. And then when they needed him the most, and when they needed Reed Leasty the most, I just wanted to give those juniors a shout out. They played phenomenal. 
down the stretch of that game. Reed Leasty, Landon Brewer, Carson Olmos, Cam Fuller, the list goes on. We've been yeah. saying it all year about him. But I would I just rewatching that game. I was like, man, they took it up a notch. You know, they did. You, you, you tell you talk about high school kids when you're coaching them, you're saying, all right, when it, when it gets fourth quarter, that's when you need to be at your best. And it's kind of really hard because kids get tired. And those kids were at their best in the fourth quarter Friday night. And I just want to give them another shout out because that's hard to do play a full game. You're in week 12. You know, things aren't going good. You haven't felt adversity all year. And then you dig deep and you get the stuff you need. You get the turnover. And yeah, I just wanted to give another shot. That was, that was a heck of a game. Rewatching it again, it was a heck of a game. I agree. And the guy that I heard caused the fumble is a sophomore. Oh, yeah. I don't know if you heard that by listening to Black Swamp and that's who what they were saying. And then I saw some things on Facebook. I think the guy that was Caden Winslow. He, he's come on. He has impressed me. I know he's coached Jerome's uh, nephew, but the growth he has had in this past year is unbelievable. Yeah. It's, 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 <laughs> he really has played really, really well. Each game I've seen him getting better. He's added another element to Carson Aldemus. Like, everyone knows about the Brewer. All right, you're, you got to stop playing a Brewer. All right, but you got to stop Parker Moore. Parker Moore is a very good possession receiver. And then you stop – Cam Fuller, and then release out of the backfield. But guess what? We got another one coming on, Caden Winslow. He's been playing really good football. Boom. I mean, just saying those names, and if I'm a defensive coordinator for Gibsonburg this week, I mean, again, you're scratching your head. And the thing is, you lose two seniors, right? Yeah, Kendrick Robinson and, uh, you know, big-time big seniors, Parker Moore. Yeah. But, but I'm telling you, folks – these guys are going to be back for some more. Yep. So, <laughs> I mean, obviously, we just keep rooting for them and want them to keep trucking along this year. But guess what? They're back. They can run it back next year. Yeah. So, and they probably will. Yep. So, that's, yeah, that's a great point. Way to bring that up. I just wanted to bring that up. Just unbelievable fourth quarter play. I absolutely love it. You know, keep it up. And uh, last GMC remaining team. Yeah. So, um, now you're ready to make our picks. Get let's into make- our, have our picker on. Yeah, let's go. Okay, well, should we reveal it now or reveal it after the break? Uh, reveal it now. Reveal it now. You go ahead. You reveal it. That's one of your this guys. This week's guest picker. All right, we're getting away from all these Raiders coming on. About time we get more Panther blood on. Alex Arlano, Panther hoops great. So he joins the pod, and uh, you know the last time we beat you guys, he was a big reason why. He certainly was. I I remember that game. That was a great game in the jungle. Yep. So <sighs> hated to be on the end of it, but it was a great game. Um, yep. so yeah, we're gonna get him on right after this break to make our picks. Made to Achieve Cleaning Service is looking for more clients in the Paulding and Defiance areas. They specialize in residential, business, and RV cleaning. They are insured. They provide all supplies and equipment. All you do is provide the mess. Their goal is to achieve your clean home dreams. Check them out on Facebook at Made to Achieve or their website at www.madetoachieve.com. Well, we're here with our, our guest picker who last week had 13 wins, Mr. Alex Arlano. Alex, thanks a lot for joining us. This thanks evening. for having me. 
Yeah, pleasure to have you here. Peyton, I know, is excited. He, he mentioned this off the air that, you know, finally a, a Paulding Panther and not a Raider. So, Peyton. It's nice. It's nice having one of mine on. One of mine. <laughs> uh, so, Alex, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll start with this, uh, if you don't mind. I know. Some people probably, you know, followed you in your career from Paulding to Heidelberg. Um, do you mind talking about that a little bit again? I know we talked about it a little bit just off air a little bit, but kind of where you went from Heidelberg to uh, where you're at now coaching, uh, helping your dad coach the, the Lady Panthers. Yeah, so uh, graduated from Paulding in 2016, uh, decided to go to Heidelberg. I uh, ended up playing there for five years, battled some injuries, uh, had two red shirt years. Uh, it was great. It was very rough on my body, though, for sure. Um, so I just didn't know if professional basketball was even a possibility for me. Uh, um, had an agent reach out to me, um, got me going to some showcases, different things like that, and uh, got a gig up in Canada, went up there for uh, training camp was there for about three weeks uh, was stoked pretty sure I, I I was pretty sure I made the team uh, ended up getting cut in the last day um, and then on the way home driving back from Canada uh, across the border I was in like Michigan Detroit area um, and I got a call from a TBL coach in Owensboro Kentucky um, and he asked me to come down to training camp and asked if I can be there in two days and I said yep when I get home I'll keep my bags packed they already are and I'll head down there. So uh, it was a quick transition. I'm um, thinking I was going to be in Canada for six, seven months to being down in Owensboro, Kentucky. So it was a big transition, but uh, it was great. It was amazing. Um, now the season's over. I'm back home. I'm doing uh, my school counseling classes in, at Purdue Fort Wayne. And then uh, I have the honor of coaching with my dad and the Paulding girls basketball team. So I uh, plan on being around here for a while and, coaching the girls that's awesome so Peyton you know we always say this every week our our quote-unquote celebrity guest picker this is actually probably the closest guy we've had to a celebrity Uh, yeah Um, absolutely (laughs) (laughs) like sorry coach Jerome sorry coach Jerome being a Wayne Trace head baseball coach don't cut it anymore yeah that's not cut Uh, so Alex won last week with 13 wins out of 16. Um, and then second place, we had Coach Giroux, 12. And, oh, boy, we could have had Teddy on again. Teddy had 12 as well. Um, and then we had uh, a couple people with 11. Corey Adams with 11. Uh, Rob Bailey, 11. Wyatt Beckman, Scott Beckman, 11. Peyton, you and I both had 10. Um, you killed me in the high school. I got you in uh, the college games. You didn't do so hot in the college games. No, no. So, all right. We're here with Alex. We're going to start. We're going to make our picks. If you guys are ready to get down to it. um, Let's do it. Let's start with the NFL. Thursday night football. We got the Atlanta Falcons at the Carolina Panthers. The Falcons on the road. Alex's Falcons, I believe, are that's right. Uh, are favored by two and a half. The over under is forty two and a half. Ooh, 
Alex is a Falcons fan. You want to go first then, Alex? We'll change it up a little bit. You can go first. That's a little celebrity pick. I like it. I'll let me go first. <laughs> um, uh, I think it's pretty simple for me. I'm going with the Dirty Birds. Uh, big, big Falcons guy. Um, <clears throat> everyone's up and down on Mariota. I'm with him. Uh, I'm going Falcons big. I think he's playing pretty well. He's, he, I think he's, he's doing enough. He's doing enough. Yeah. I agree with you. I just – who are the Panthers going to start this week? That's the question. Baker Mayfield? They'll flip a quarter. Okay, yeah, well. Might as well. I, I'm always picking against Baker Mayfield, so give me the five. <laughs> yeah, you know, even though they're debuting, they're all black unis. Um, they look pretty sweet. But, uh, yeah, give me the dirty birds like Alex said. Okay. Next game, we'll move to Sunday morning. Make sure you guys are up bright and early for this. You got the Seattle Seahawks and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, Tampa Bay's favored by three, and uh, over-under is 44-and-a-half. So, I know Tom Brady had a pretty good week last week. I mean, it wasn't good to the last two drives, and then he just somehow turned it on which that's what the GOAT does, I suppose. Um, but I think the Seattle team's for real, and uh, they're getting behind Geno Smith, so I'm going to take the Seahawks in this one. Yeah, I'm going to have to agree with you, Brett. Um, Geno Smith's having a MV, MVP-type season, um, so I think I'm going to go with the Seahawks. And with the Falcons being in the same division as the Bucks, I wouldn't mind the Falcons getting a game up on them. <laughs> not so fast you two i'm gonna go with the buccaneers <laughs> tom brady's going overseas he's got a lot of fans everywhere across the world and uh so they're gonna be cheering him on he's got to put on a show for his worldwide fans give me uh tom brady all right <clears throat> next one this game's at one o'clock on sunday the six and two Buffalo Bills welcome in the seven and one Minnesota Vikings. Josh Allen's questionable for this one. I wouldn't be shocked if they sit him to rest him. Buffalo Bills are favored by three and a half at home. Over unders forty three and a half. Oh, this one hurts because I've got Josh Allen on a couple of my fantasy teams, and now I don't know what I'm going to do. Um, I hope that he plays, but I also hope they rest him because I'm going to need him in playoff time here. So, um, Bill's lost last week. I just don't see, no matter who's playing quarterback, um, I just don't think they lose two in a row. So, I'm going to take the Bills at home. I think that's a pretty good pick, Brett. Um, uh, I think I'm going with the Vikings. I do. Um, I saw saw a stat, uh, a statement on Twitter that said the Vikings of their eight games they've played, they've, they have faced four backup quarterbacks and they might be number five this week. So I'm going to roll with the Vikings. Mm, that's interesting. I'm agreeing with you, Alex. And I want another video of Kirk cousins going viral on Twitter. <laughs> you got to travel. And it's a, it's a one o'clock. It's not Kirk cousins prime time. So this is perfect. Give me the Vikings. Boy, what did you think about that? <laughs> the worst was Adam Schefter when he tried reenacting it. <laughs> I didn't see that. That was bad. Oh, boy. Whew. 
moving on, let's go to uh, uh, 425, I believe. We got the Dallas Cowboys at the Green Bay Packers. Uh, in Lambeau, Dallas is favored by four and a half over-unders, 43. Okay. Um, I think Green Bay's terrible this year so far, but they are at home. Uh, I'm not sold on Dallas. I know they're six and two, but just something about them, boys. I just, I don't know. I don't know if I can get behind them. So, I think a lot of people are going to take the Cowboys. So, this week, I think, what the heck, give me Aaron Rodgers at home. I think this one's a pretty simple one. I'm going to go uh, give me the Cowboys. <laughs> I agree with you, Alex. Did you have anything else to say, Alex? My bad. I might cut you off. Nope, that's it. That's it. Okay. I'm going Cowboys. All right. Yeah, I'm, I'm going Cowboys, too. Aaron Rodgers looked really bad last week. Being three and six, home field will not play an advantage. So, Cowboys win big on the road. See, there, there's another team. I just find myself like Baker Mayfield. I just – I hate rooting for the Cowgirls. Oh, Rob Bailey is going to be on me again because I yep. said – Whoops. <laughs> um, moving on, let's get a Sunday night football. The L.A. Chargers at the San Francisco 49ers. Sam Franz favored at home by seven over unders, 45 and a half. They are rolling. I'm taking that's all I'm going to say. I'm going to take the Niners, uh, Christian McCaffrey, uh, another week of practice. They've had some time off to really throw him into the offense. I think the Niners start to roll here. I'm going with Brett. Same thing. I'm going with the Niners. Um, I haven't watched much of the, the Chargers this year. I saw them play last week against against the Falcons, and I just I I, just, I think it's gonna go. I think it's gonna go with the uh, with the Niners. I'm I'm gonna go with the Niners as well. Uh, nothing really else to say about that. The battle of the Bosa brothers. So give me the uh, Nick wins. <laughs> well, in that case, I want to pick Joey. I like Joey better. <laughs> no, I'll, I'll, I'll stick with the Niners. Uh, Monday Night Football, the commies, as Peyton calls them, Washington Commanders at the Philadelphia Eagles. The Eagles favored at home by 11 on Monday Night Football, over-unders 44. Oh, I think this is pretty simple. I'm going with the Eagles. Um, Commanders have been playing well, but um, – I think the Eagles just roll in this one. They keep it. They keep it going, especially at home. Same. I'm just following Brett's train. I guess. Yeah, I agree. Um, I, I don't think they cover. I, I don't think they cover. I think Washington has been playing well, um, but I think the Eagles are just gonna be too much. Yeah. Eagles as well. I'm gonna follow you guys. They moved to nine and zero. Yeah. Peyton, give it to me. Give What's me the- that. Give me the Bears. Oh, Bears. I see, I don't want to because everyone just dogs on me. But uh, <laughs> but they got the Lions this week uh, at Soldier Field. The uh, oh, Lions three, uh, over-unders 48 and a half. I got the Bears covering, and Justin Fields, you know, has another day. Has another day. Pick him up on Fantasy if you haven't already because watch out. <laughs> 
I'm not going to say anything about my Cardinals because I'm just disgusting. I think I talked about that enough the other day. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I've got to say. It's either win now or go home, boys. And I hope we start winning because I got D-hop on about every fantasy team of mine. So <laughs> I don't want to pack it in early after a suspension. So, Alex, I was going to ask you, do you play any fantasy football? I do. I'm in two leagues. Okay. How you doing? Two leagues and, and you're rolling in them or how's that going? Oh man, I, I started out hot. I was <laughs> I was I was three and oh in both leagues. Um and I'm either three and five or three and six in both of them now. Ooh. It just yeah, real bad real bad turnaround there. I don't know. I don't know. I it, it probably doesn't help that Marcus Mariota's my quarterback in both. <laughs> <laughs> But I, I had to, and then I also got Kyle Pitts in both. So, so you go as um, the Falcons go. Yeah, I say exactly, and which which is weird because at first Pitts wasn't getting touches, and I was winning, and now he's finally getting touches. But I'm not winning as much. So, but I, I got good backs. I got Saquon and McCaffrey in one, and then I got um, Saquon and Chubb in the other. So I don't know how they let me get both of those guys in both, but jeez, uh, yeah, that's pretty solid. All pretty. right, all right, let's move on to college football. Before we start the picks, we have yeah. our first, admittedly, right uh, team up north fan on the. Oh, we do. Right oh Alex? yeah. What's your thoughts on Big Blue this week? Oh, they're gonna roll. They are gonna roll. I think. I think. Uh, obviously, this past week was a little rough, uh, at least in the first half. But I don't know if you guys saw. I saw a tweet that said the last four games, they're outscoring opponents a hundred to three in the second half. I did see that. Yeah. Just nuts. Um, so hopefully we can get out to a hot start. Um, I'll, I'll tell you what. I know it's one week at a time if you're a coach, but. I'm stoked for this November 26th matchup. I am too. It's going to be fun. It is going to be fun. And I tell you what, I hope no matter who wins, I hope it's close so they can both get in is what I'm I, hoping. I think I think there's a good possibility of it right now because I don't think TCU is going to run the table. Yeah. I'm going to disagree with you there. I hope it's not close because I don't know if I want to play again. That's true. <laughs> That's true. No, I I think it will be close. No matter what we won, I think it's coming right down to the wire. It's coming right down the wire, and I'll be closing my eyes in the stadium. It hurts to watch. <laughs> but do they cover that thirty-one point spread right now, Alex? Oh, this- <clears throat> um, they do. I think it's hope. I I just hope we get to a good start. I mean. Just the last couple of weeks, it's just been – I mean, the game seems so tight in those first two quarters, and then they kind of start breaking away in the second half. And um, even if they don't cover, I just hope we get to a hot start. I just want to see see the offense start clicking, clicking early. Yeah. yeah. You, you got to assume both uh, – you got to assume both uh, teams and players, coaches, they're talking about November 26th at practice. Right. You would think so. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I think you have to. And even if they don't, I'm sure it's maybe just a locker room talk between the guys or a 
in the dorm rooms and the apartments kind of talk, but I don't know how you don't. Yeah. I mean, so you've been a college athlete and I mean, not on, on, not on that stage, but yeah, I'm sure you had your rivals and big games too. Oh yeah. I, I mean, mean did, did that happen when you played ball? Yeah, for sure. I mean, our coach was the first one to say, Hey, one week at a time, one week at a time. Um, the OAC is, our coach always compared it to it was it's a power five uh, conference in D three is yeah. what what he always said the OAC was it's in the it's in that power five of the D three, um, I mean so week in week out, you're not playing a a team that you know you're just gonna roll all over, mm-hmm. um, but I mean there was always like for basketball, our uh, our rival is Ohio Northern just because of distance, um, yeah but. Like we we always were looking on the looking on the schedule to the Mount Union and to the Marietta because us three us three teams kind of all sat at the top of the conference here year in and year out for basketball. So I mean we always knew if we can get get that game get that game then we're we're good. We always knew the atmospheres were going to be just nuts. So those were always games we definitely look forward to. Yeah, so if it goes on at Heidelberg, it definitely goes on in Columbus. Absolutely. Oh, it has to. It has to. <laughs> I would say so, at least. Um, but, yeah. Uh, Real quick about the Buckeyes. Buckeyes favored by 40. Crappy yeah. conditions, maybe again. Cold conditions. I don't know if we cover, but I, I hope so. And uh, I'm going to say deep down we do that practice. I guarantee it. I just want to be able to run the football. I don't care what the score is. I just want to be able to run the football. Yeah, I heard that from the last podcast, Brett. <laughs> <laughs> all right, that's it. That's all I'll say then. Yep. <laughs> let's move on. Let's uh, let's get into our picks. Um, let's start with the five and four Purdue Boilermakers heading to Champaign, Illinois, take on the number twenty-one Fighting Illini, who are seven and two. The Illini are favored by six and a half. The over-unders 44 and a half. Before we make our picks, this this has a, some big implications, doesn't it? And yeah, the big, on the Big Ten West. Yep. Big Ten West. I mean, so with that being said, I mean seven and a half points, that might be too much. Six and a half. Six and a half. Okay. Well. Might be right around there, but I will say this. Illinois did not look good last week. Purdue's just Purdue. They look good sometimes. Sometimes they don't. Um, But I think I'm going to go with Brett Bielema, and I think, uh, man, that pains me to even say that because I I can't really stand him, but I'm going to take the fighting line eye at home. Surprises me, Brett. <clears throat> I, I figured most of you guys would go with uh, go with Purdue here. Um, Boy, it was tough. Yeah, yeah, it is. Um, I'm gonna go with you. I'm gonna go with the Fighting Illini. I'm I'm following right along with you guys. I'm going with the Fighting Illini. Yeah. Purdue's just very inconsistent. Um, I like the way how Illinois can run the ball. Didn't look like it last week, but I think they get back to it. I got the Illini. All right. <clears throat> Let's uh, move on. We've got number twenty-two in the nation, UCF, who's seven and two, 
at number 17, Tulane, who is eight and one. The Green Wave might be the best mascot in college football. The Green Wave is favored by one and a half. Over-under is 54 and a half. Expect fireworks. Well, I'll say this. You brought up the Green Wave. All I've heard this week is stuff about the Red Wave. So, I'm just going to keep talking about waves. Give me Tulane at home, baby. I'm going with you. I'm going Green Wave, and they're covering. They're winning big. I'm just going to change it up. I feel like I'm following you guys too much. Give me UCF. <laughs> so I believe Gus Malzahn's still there, so maybe he wins. I don't know. But, yeah, give me UCF just to change things up. Okay. Next game, we've got number 11, Ole Miss, 8-1, and one, and they welcome in who Peyton thinks should not be number nine, the Alabama Crimson Tide is 7-2. and two. The Tide is favored by 12. At the Grove, um, over under 64 and a half. So I think Bama wins, but I don't think they cover. Um, I think this is a close game, but I don't see Nick Saban not only losing two games in a row, but losing three in a season. Uh, I just can't see it. So I'm going to take the tide on the road. And I just keep following you, Brett. And I, I'm not doing it on purpose. I I promise, but uh, I agree. I don't see I don't see the tide losing three, um, and I think they're going to roll in this one. If the tide didn't play LSU last week and lose, I'd pick Ole Miss. I'm not a believer in this. They should not be number nine, but uh, I, I really do want to pick Ole Miss so freaking bad. I hope they come out in the baby blues and just whip them, but. Uh, I, deep down, it won't happen because of Nick Saban. So, give me the tide. All right. <clears throat> All right, next one we've got number four, TCU Horned Frogs coming in undefeated 9-0 at number 18, Texas Longhorns, who are 6-3. and three. Game day is going to be there. It's going to be a wild environment. And TCU primetime, Herbie and Fowler on the call, I assume. Texas is favored. By seven at home, over under 65. Okay, Alex, do you want to go first here? You can go ahead and go first. And that way, maybe. There we go. Um, so, I've seen Texas play. I have not seen much of TCU, to be honest with you. Um, obviously, they've proven themselves. I mean, they're number four in the country. And you said, you said Texas is minus six, minus six and a half? Minus seven. Over under minus 65. Seven. Um, give me Texas. Give me Texas. I I, I, I I agree with you. I don't think TCU is going to run the table. Um, I think this might be the week that they get knocked down. Hmm. What did Bill say last week? Hang on, Sloopy, or back the truck up or something? Yeah. <laughs> uh, we're going <laughs> to back the truck up. So I didn't copy it, or we didn't copy each other. I'm going to take Here we go. I'm going to take TCU on the road. I don't really have a reason. I'm just doing it. So I'm going against you, uh Brett. I'm going yeah. with Alex. Let, let's hook them. Um TCU's had to come from behind every game this year. Um Texas Tech last week and the previous weeks. Um if you get behind in this game in that stadium, uh, in that environment, I don't think it's going to be a tough time coming back and getting that crowd involved at night 
first real big game of Steve Sarkeesian's tenure of other than the Alabama game. But this is at night. It's going to be special. Give me Texas. Hook them. All right. And the last one here, excuse me, the North – or excuse me, the number 15 North Carolina Tar Heels, uh, who are 8-1 at Wake Forest, uh, who's unranked in a 6-3. Wake is favored by 3.5 at home, over under 77. Um, I'll go first, and I say give me the Tar Heels on the road. That 77 over under is, is big. That's and- huge. Cool. Um, I'm going Tar Heels. I'm going to roll with them. Yeah, that shocks me that their uh, Wake Forest is favored. Uh, yeah, give me uh, Mac Brown and the Tar Heels. That's your boy. That's your boy at quarterback. Sam Hartman? Yeah, you brought him up a couple times. Yeah, but I think uh, um, North Carolina's got a better quarterback. Drake May. Oh, yeah, he's he's a stud. He's really good. All right. Might be the number one pick next year. Might be the first quarterback taken in the draft class next year. Hey, might, might be. <clears throat> All right, any other college games we want to touch on before we move on? You guys good there? Let, let's get into high school. Friday night yeah, lights, Saturday night lights. Yeah, high school football, the only game we have on the slate this week that's on a Friday. Uh, we'll start right there in Division 5, Region 18. Uh, the Coldwater Cavaliers, who are 11-1, and uh, will take on the Liberty Center Tigers, who are undefeated. I believe this game is at, in Lima, right, Peyton? Lima Senior, yep. Lima Senior. This is going to be a heck of a ball game. Um, no doubt about it. Liberty Center, two great, passionate fan bases, two great programs. Um, it's going to be a four-quarter battle. And uh, the team, they both been, they both play in a brutal conference. Uh, Coldwater uh, might have the tougher conference, but something about this LC team, they got a dynasty going. And uh, those kids, the way they talked, I, I watched an interview, uh, you know, they, they have bigger goals than just make it to week 13. So give me the Tigers. Okay. Yeah, I've, I've not seen either team play other than highlights. Um, I've definitely kept up, kept up on both of them. Um, I seen Colar lost that game to Mayor and local Mayor and local is kind of just a, a, they're a different beast over there in the Mac. Um, but I, I don't see Liberty center losing, um, anytime soon. And I think when they do, it's going to be in that state final four. Um, so I think I got them rolling. I'm going to the Liberty center tigers. <clears throat> okay. I will say this boys. Um, Coldwater was down three nothing last week to Huron at halftime, and from what I heard, the starting quarterback came back out in that game. Peyton, did you hear that? I did not hear that. I heard the starting quarterback came back in that game. I don't know if he played the full game or what the case was, but he was back, and they ended up getting that win. Um, so I don't know his status this week if he's playing. I would assume if he played last week, he could probably go. Um, but even with that being said, uh, he's really good, and I can't even pronounce his name, so I'm not going to try to. Um, 
I think it's close if he plays. I think it's real close if he plays. But uh, I still think the Tigers are probably the better team. Um, and they get the job done. So I'm going uh, Liberty Center. All right, so we're all on the uh, the Tigers there. Um, moving on to Saturday night, um, we've got the hold on here the Van Wert Cougars, um, who are eleven and one. They take on West Holmes, who is undefeated, twelve and zero. Um, this game is at Marion Harding on Saturday. Um, I think you know just don't know much about uh, West Holmes. But looking at their scores right here on Max Preps, they're scoring 56 nothing, beating teams 56 nothing, 63 39, 60 7, 49-14, 56-21. Uh, if you had a set of over-under for this game, and w- knowing what we know about Van Wert, I mean, it'd probably be in that 77-point range that we talked about for the North Carolina Wake Forest game. Um, none of their games really look close. They look like a dominant team, but um, I'm not picking against Aiden Prep. Best quarterback in our area, so you know I'm keeping it local. I hope they keep moving on. So, give me the Cougars. All right, I'm going right with you. Um, I've been to every Van Wert playoff game so far, and I'll be in attendance on Saturday as well. Um, and this team, warm, this team, this team can just play. Um, I mean, I, I I agree with you. Aiden Pratt is the best quarterback in Northwest Ohio, if not one of the best in the state of Ohio um, and whatever college he goes to is going to get a great quarterback. Um, but they just have weapons all around all the receivers, the running backs. Um, and obviously special teams wise are doing pretty well with that blocked field goal that got returned. Um, so yeah, I'm going, I'm going Cougars and I'm going Cougars all the way to the state. Oh, back the truck up boys. I got a little insight over there in West Holmes. Let's hear it. <laughs> I don't have any insight, but I do have a uh, cousin, a second cousin, who is an assistant coach at West Holmes. Um, so I know they're traditionally pretty good at football. So I don't think this is going to be easy for the Cougars. But everything you guys just everything you guys just mentioned, I don't know how I could pick against the Cougars. So give me Van Wert, baby. Sounds good. Sorry to my cousin Trent. This ain't happening, bub. Good luck. Um, moving on here, let's go. Uh, Columbus Grove. Um, they take on Colonel Crawford. Uh, Grove is ten and two on the season. Colonel Crawford is ten and two as well. Uh, this game is at Finley at Don L Stadium. Ever since that week five loss to Alanis, this Grove team has been on a mission. They've been blowing teams out. Um, last week was their closest game um, since that week five matchup against Alanis. Um, Grove, they, they're, they're used to playing playoff football. They're going to a neutral site. Um, I just It's hard to pick against Grove. I, I know the physicality they bring, so give me the Bulldogs under head coach Andy Schaefer. Down Peyton. <laughs> I'm I'm going with Colonel Crawford Eagles. Um, they got me. They got me on the podcast with their win last week. Um, and who knows? Maybe they'll get me on again next week. So I'm gonna roll with the Eagles. All right. 
this is a toss up for me because beating Kerry, I mean, that says something. I know Kerry graduated some guys from last year, but uh, to come back and, and get a win there, that's huge uh, for Colonel Crawford. So I like, I haven't seen him play, but that, I mean, that just speaks volumes there. Um, but Peyton makes a good point. Uh, Grove been on a mission since that Allen East loss. Um, so, man, I thought about this all day. Literally, I thought about it all day. Um, this is going to be a good one Saturday. Uh, but I think I'm going to go with the Bulldogs just because I think it's close. I think it's like a um, 21-14 type deal. So, give me the Bulldogs. <clears throat> okay, the next game, we've got um, LCC, who's 8-4. and four. They play Macomb, who's 11-1. and one. Uh, this game is at Ottawa Glandorf. Uh, an interesting site for a neutral site for this one, but uh, everyone wants you to pick McComb, the one seed, 11 and one, only loss this year to Barry and Local, who we know they're a different beast. But this LCC team has gotten hot. Um, they beat Delphi St. John last week at a game where. It shocked me, raised my eyebrows. I thought that game was going to be close, 48-14. Um, I assume most of our people that are going to be picking are going to be picking McComb just because you look at 11-1 beside their name versus the 8-4. and four. But uh, give me the T-Birds to set up a huge matchup next week for the region uh, that region finals to make it to the state. I think I'm going right with you, Peyton. Uh, surprise some listeners here. I'm going LCC. Um my mom is a graduate of LCC, so I'm going with the Thunderbirds. Fellas, fellas, fellas. Those are those are bold picks. And I mean LCC is rolling, but it's McCoe, man. They're pretty good. Um This is another one I thought about all day. But I was talking so much smack the other day. Well, it was a couple weeks ago on Facebook about how good Macomb was. I think I got to stick with him. So, <laughs> so I'm taking Macomb in this one. But I wouldn't be shocked if the Thunderbirds uh, pull this one out. But I'll go opposite of you guys. I'm taking Macomb. And then the last one here, we've got Gibsonburg, who is 10-2, taking on the Antwerp Archers, who are undefeated. Uh, one in that thriller last week. This game is at Liberty Center. Um, and if you guys listen to Black Swamp Football Podcast, they'll have a tailgate out there for the Archer fans, for the Gibsonburg people, um, at Grandma's General Store, where they always do their, their podcast from. So wanted to give that a little shout-out. Um, and I think they're starting out at like 3 o'clock. So that's pretty cool for those folks to get out and tailgate and and get some grub and live up the high school football here. What a cool venue to play at for this big-time game for the Antwerp fans. They haven't been – this is uh, territory that they haven't been to, uh, make it this far in the playoffs. Um, so, and at Liberty Center, historic high school football venue. Um, Going to be a great atmosphere. 
for listeners that don't know much about Antwerp or Gibsonburg, um, Gibsonburg beat they have two uh, they have one opponent that they both played. Gibsonburg played Edgerton week one of the playoffs. Gibsonburg beat Edgerton 42-14. And uh, Antwerp, when they played Edgerton the week prior to when Gibsonburg did, Antwerp beat them 39 to nothing. All right. Mm. I'm going to uh, – Landon Brewer, Carson Aldemus, and Reed Leasty. The way those three played down the stretch of the quarter last week, uh, how can you pick against them? They're, this is a team of destiny. I'm happy for Coach Hale. He's a great guy. And uh, Antwerp fans, keep riding the wave. Setting up a huge matchup next week with the T-Birds. Give me the Archers. <laughs> I'm going right with you, Peyton. Uh, I'm going Archers. Um, would not be surprised if this game was close. Uh, I think, at least for me, I know I was surprised last week <clears throat> with that game being so tight with, with the Jeff Katz. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised if this game is close as well. But uh, this is the same team is battle-tested. They got winners. Um, and I don't see them slowing down anytime soon. So I'm going to go with the Archers. Not so fast. Just kidding. I'm taking the Archers. <laughs> for, for everything you guys said, uh, uh, I think it's really, really close. But, uh, again, uh, how can you pick against Antwerp right now? Mm-hmm. So I'm going Archers. Alex, uh, Landon Brewer, he was your water boy. He still has hey, some touch of maroon and white in him. He's got to. He's got to have it somewhere in him, right? Hey, he's he's going to stay for the Paulding Panther. That's all I heard. Yeah. That's what I heard. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> oh, my. Uh, any other games you guys want to talk about? Nope. Uh, that That's all I really got. Okay. I know before Alex came on, Peyton, we talked about uh, that Tri-Village Allen East game. You have that one circled. Do you want to keep an eye on? Yeah, that's going to be a good one. But other than that, nope. Um, and then I told you last week, Battle of Liberties. Now we've got the Battle of the Woods, Eastwood and Elmwood. I think that'll be a good one. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, right now they're all going to be good ones. We're in the Sweet 16, right? So I think they're that's all right. going to be close. We probably shouldn't see too many uh, uh, big spreads here to come so i'm excited high school football is winding down alex you're gonna be at a game saturday you said van where are you going anywhere friday night or friday night i'm not no um saturday though i will be i'll be over in marion harding um rooting on the cougars uh so i'm excited it should be a good one you better dress warm it's gonna be cold saturday oh uh, i heard it's gonna be super cold so i'm not <laughs> looking forward to that Got to go grab some hand warmers before the game starts. <laughs> uh, boys, I don't know for sure who's doing what, but uh, uh, I'm sure there'll be some live streams going on. And I wouldn't mind just kicking back underneath the blanket in my own house and maybe trying to catch a game that way. That does sound good. <laughs> <laughs> That's my plan on Saturday. Um, but Friday night, I might go – I have to check out uh, Coldwater Liberty Center. That'll be a good one. And I'll let you know if this quarterback's legit and how much he's playing. All righty. <laughs> Peyton, you heading anywhere or not? No, I'll be down here camped out in Columbus. Oh, yeah. Big old Columbus. Buckeyes got a home game. That's right. 
with the Hoosiers. Yep. All right. Well, Alex, you got anything to add? Or are you good? And I'm good. I appreciate you guys having me on. This was fun. Yeah. A lot of fun. We appreciate you coming on, and congratulations on winning the picks again. And thank we'll you. Thank you. Maybe we'll have you on again. Hey, that's the plan. We'll see. <laughs> well, hey, best of luck to uh, you and your dad. Let your dad know best of luck to you guys, uh, Lady Panthers, getting ready to kick off your season. You probably start next week, I'd imagine, right? Yep, November 18th will be uh, at Liberty Center. Um, obviously, if I think if their boys win this week, there could be a change in schedule with that. Um, but as of now, uh, next Friday, we'll be going down to Liberty Center. Okay. Well, best of luck to you guys, man. Hope you have a good year. Thank you very much. I appreciate yep. it. Yep. Thanks for coming on with us, and we'll catch up with you some other time. Sounds good. We'll see you, fellas. All Thanks, right. Alex. See you later. Yep. All right, Peyton. Well, there's our picks, and again, we want to thank Alex for coming on with us, and uh, uh, I felt like he was copying me a little bit, and then once we mixed it up, we got, we got some different ones there. So, Yeah. I – Tell you what, my favorite part about having guests on is getting to interact with them before we go on air. Yeah, uh, just catching up. Um, Alex, he was I was his water boy. I was a water boy for Paulding from my second grade year to sixth grade, and I was actually a water boy for his brother Anthony and him. Uh, Alex was awesome. He picked me up on the way to practices or coming home for practices games. Um, Alex was awesome. I wore thirty two in middle school because of Alex. They didn't have one in high school. Um, they must have retired it, but, uh, yeah, Alex was awesome. So it was awesome getting to have him on the pod, Panther, Panther hoops legend. And, uh, now uh, girls basketball coach. Yeah. Yeah. He, I mean, obviously I don't know him real well. I know who he is and, um, but yeah, it, it was neat chatting up with him beforehand. And, um, I bet, I bet we talked to him a good 20 minutes before we went on air there. So. Yeah, that, that, that's been my favorite part about this pod is getting to meet people, uh, the, the coaches that we've met and just the different people we've had on air. So it's been fun. I mean, we did the same thing with, with Rob Bailey when we had him on. We talked 20, 30 minutes before we made our picks. And Co- Coach Mickey, Coach Menzi, the list goes on, man. It's hmm. been fun. Yeah, Coach Mickey shared some good stuff off the air. I mean, yeah, I mean, it, it has been. I, I, that's a good point, just getting to talk to these guys and – uh all that stuff. So, yeah, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. All the people that's getting in on the picks too. Yeah, uh, I think last week it was down a little bit. We had some new ones, but we had some not getting in it. But we're we're we've been consistent for the last four or five weeks. We've had anywhere from like sixteen to twenty. So, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, and so far, haven't ran into any tie situations. So, um, none that I can recall. They've been really close, but. Uh, no tie situations so we've gotten lucky there yeah so yeah thanks again for alex joining us and his busy schedule managing school and coaching basketball so thanks for taking his time and he's been a listener from day one i mean not day one maybe day one but he's listened a long time so yeah i forgot to kind of bring that up with him i know he's been an original um, you mentioned to me, and again, might not have been day one. He might have went back and listened to them all, but right. I know we were a few episodes in. And you're like, "Hey, Alex Arlano's listening," and he he's texting me about it, you know. And, and that's great. We love the feedback, um, yeah. whether it's a text, call, whatever. We've gotten good feedback from other people. We've gotten 
we've gotten some feedback. People don't like us. And you know what? That's fine too. So um, we try to change things up a little bit. I know sometimes it might seem a little boring and monotonous, but uh, you know, we have fun doing it. And, and that was the end goal. And again, getting to meet all these different people. I mean, that, that just adds a cherry on top for me. So absolutely. So. <laughs> but anyway, especially, especially being down here in Columbus, getting to chat it up with, Northwest Ohio people. That, that's what's fun and talking Northwest Ohio sports. So, yeah, that's what's fun and uh, keeps me connected. Makes me feel like I'm still connected. Good deal, man. Um, so before we kind of wrap things up, I did want to bring this up. You know, we gave birthday shout outs earlier and all that good stuff. But uh, you said you didn't have uh, class on uh, on Friday this week um because of veterans day uh did you want to give any like certain shout outs to any certain people that uh any veterans out there yeah um definitely not like when when we get friday off definitely gonna be thinking about why we get friday off um because of the great men and women that serve our country and uh so yeah the, the what i want to give a shout out is uh you know grandpa jerry first and foremost Mm-hmm. He's a veteran, along with uh, you know, I'm not gonna. I don't know if I'm gonna get everyone that I you know I know that's active military or served um, that I went to school with and had a, re- a friendship with. Uh, but Weston Flippo, um, um, Gabe Sutton, he's currently in the military, and then uh, Jacob Eblin. I was really close to Jake Eblin, and um, so yeah. So shout out to those fine gentlemen, and I know I'm missing some, um, but. Uh, you know, that, uh, uh, what's the other kid uh, you played football with? Big tall kid. Big tall kid. Oh, Owen, Owen Carnahan. Owen Carnahan. Yeah, 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 him. Owen Carnahan and Ethan Maddie. I forgot Ethan Maddie was a, a my lineman my sophomore year. Great kid, great person. Yeah. So oh, yeah, there's my shout out. So all serving our country. All serving our country. Yep. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, I mean, we could list gosh everybody but definitely wanted to shout out grandpa jerry this is you know obviously without him this this podcast wouldn't even be you know (laughs) wouldn't even be here so right we took his uh or when susan got his uh first kind of that first day of school picture when he was starting harvest there and you know tweeted that out on the uh on the pod twitter page so um yeah first and foremost shout out to him um, you know, and we could go on and on. Um, I got a neighbor a couple doors down, Dan McLaughlin. He, you know, he served our country and, uh, <clears throat> great neighbor to me in the area. Always, always looking to help a guy out, you know, and he's just one of them older guys that, uh, you know, just neighborly as heck, you know, being two doors down, if you need something, you just call him and he's like, yeah, I'll, I'll come right over. I got this or that, you know, um, uh, so want to give him a shout out. Um, and again, yeah, we could, we couldn't mention everybody, but another guy I wanted to mention was a guy I coached last year, uh, in basketball, Cameron Graham. Um, I talked to him uh, a few weeks ago. I don't even remember what it was, but we texted solid for, um, probably three or four hours. Uh, and he was actually on his way from Illinois to Texas that day. So, uh, texted him a little bit and, and I've tried to keep in touch with him. 
Um, but, but wanted to give him a shout out too. Um, so, and again, I know I'm missing a bunch and I could, I could rattle off some, but you know, just in general, thank you to all the veterans out there and, yeah, uh, absolutely. Thank keeping, you. keeping this great country free and, and, uh, yeah, I mean, big, big part of why we can do what we want to do and, and how we do it. So absolutely. Just we wanted to touch that real quick before we got off here. So, um, again, yeah, that's it, man. Uh, you got any final shout outs before we wrap things up tonight? Yeah, actually, they're going to be impressed that I, I they, I hope, I, I don't know if they'll be impressed or what, but, uh, happy 22nd anniversary to mom and dad on the 11th. I believe that's Friday, right? Yeah, Veterans Day. Yep, yep. Yeah, happy anniversary, mom and dad. And then my last shout out to the Dukester, Luke the Duke. Oh my Luke. goodness, that's going down this weekend. It's going down Friday and Saturday. Makes his big Broadway uh, <laughs> performance, his debut on the big stage. He's in his play. I think it's called the uh, Clue um, for PHS drama. So. Luke the Duke, best of luck, buddy. Let's I go. They, I think they say break a leg in that field, so not good luck. Break a leg. So. <laughs> break a leg, Duker. That's awesome. Uh, that was going to be mine, man. You stole it, but it's your brother, so that's all right. Um, <clears throat> my shout-out again is to, number one, volleyball teams. That are, that are going on this weekend, state volleyball, um, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, best of luck, especially to the Crestview Knights. Um, want to give that shout out. And then the last thing I'm going to say, Saturday, uh, I brought this up last week a couple times. Uh, there's a benefit um, in paying this Saturday at the Good Time Saloon if you don't have anything going on. It's like an all-day affair. Um, I saw some of the, the raffles they're doing uh, you can buy tickets for um they've got all sorts of prizes and i know one of them is like a big uh wagon just full of of liquor um a, a booze wagon is what they're calling it uh if i had to guess the bottles that are in this thing probably equal a couple few hundred dollars um so buying tickets for that and, there, and there's other stuff too i mean there's uh I saw some Wayne Trace stuff, some Ohio State stuff, some some signs and uh, Michigan stuff, and all these proceeds are going to, huh? Team up more. Uh, I'll say Michigan because it's for a good cause, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but, <clears throat> um, so yeah, for this this benefit going on for Donna, Donna Danbury, um, uh, she she worked at the bar, um obviously battling cancer. So, uh, doing everything we can to raise money. I know they're doing like a, a scavenger hunt during the day. They'll have the Buckeye game on. Um, and it's for all ages. Again, they're doing like a, a poker run with, with cars. Um, so you don't have to get on your motorcycle and do the poker run. Uh, it's like $25 a car to as many people in there as you want. Um, I mean, just a bunch of different things. 
So anybody that's in the pain polling Antwerp area, uh, I know Antwerp's got big task on Saturday, but uh, you know, playing in that playoff game. But if you got you got some time, stop over, uh, donate some money, buy some tickets, maybe win some prizes. I mean, it's for a great cause. So stop in at the good times to learn. So there's my, there's my shout outs. So, all right, man, you got anything else? Are we good? Hey, I'm good. Uh, have a heck of a weekend. Big co- big football weekend again. Uh, enjoy these days. Uh, uh, you know, we're week 10. Um, the Buckeyes have, after this weekend, two more games. Um, so, I know I said it last weekend. I, I didn't say it on the pod, but uh, enjoy. I know it's Indiana. Um, enjoy the heck out of it because it's going to be gone here soon. So, uh, you, so you got, you've only got two home games left. Yeah, yeah. So savor the heck out of it, man. Yeah. Uh, you know, Zach Smith made a good point. I listened to his podcast today. He puts one out every day. Um, we're in like the fourth quarter of the season. You think about it. We are. Hold the fours up. Be engaged <laughs> and let's go. Yeah, he, he said the same thing. So, you know, nine games down three quarters of the way through you're in the fourth quarter um you could look at you know the big 10 championship and you know the playoff or bowl games whatever as like uh some overtime bonus football so uh yeah you're you're exactly right enjoy the heck out of it yeah i don't care if it's a blowout i mean you there's nothing better else than watching the buckeyes i don't care if it's the backups you be engaged enjoy the heck yeah I'm not going to leave that stadium until we're singing Carmen, Ohio. So, Well, and I will say this. I was hard on Ryan Day last week. I tell you what, I know, like, again, you said it's Indiana. We've got some elements coming in to play again. If we can come out, run the football, and just put out a better performance we did last week, I might, you know, I'm, I'm probably going to retract everything I said. I hope you do. So, and, you know, I might not feel that way in a few weeks, but um, give me some hope here, Buckeyes. Let's go. Let's turn it on. Let's show the country. Let's show the nation how dominant we can be. Let's get back to Buckeye football. Absolutely. Agree? Can yep. we agree with that? Yep. All right. <laughs> well, have a good weekend. It was great catching up. Uh, we want to thank Alex again. Um, get in on the picks and the fan mail. Uh, you can email us across the field pod at yahoo.com. Remember to check us out on Spotify and Amazon music. And uh, yeah, that's it. Yeah. 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 Good talking to you. Go bucks, man. Go bucks. Have a good one. Seven nation army. Take us home. Peace out. <laughs>